You're listening to Well Said with Zach Hoffman. The audio experience. Join me on my journey. Watch, listen, interact as I document daily an honest look at how I'm building my career in the world of voice acting. Welcome, and thanks for listening. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of Well Said. I am uh, just actually getting going here, um, and I am going to do this um, kind of a, a, well, it was a direct contact that I got to do some character work, and so I thought this would be a fun one for you guys to watch me work through. Um, hopefully it can help answer some questions, maybe help you and your character work if that's what you're trying to do. Um, I've got, uh, it looked like a fun one. It looked like there were a few, few cool little things. Um, it's, I'm still not hundred percent clear yet exactly what kind of, or where this will be used. If it's like, a uh, like a, just a video with some characters in it, or if it's like a game or something, it, it hasn't been completely disclosed to me yet. I think I got to sign an NDA for, wait, I need to check that actually before I do this for you guys. Stand by. Okay. Readings character review. Sample. Okay. we got four to five characters. Samples around. Okay. If you're interested in work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, there's no NDA required. Perfect. Okay. So I can do this. <laughs> I didn't think about that before I started talking about it. Um, okay. So basically it looks like here's the characters. So I'm going to be doing, uh, character one, police chief, character two, Jiffy, I guess it's the name. Character three is called player one. Um, creating a, a man, creating a gaming avatar. Um, and then character four pronoun, the wrestler, and then character five, nerdy dad. Okay. So character one, uh, so here we go. An aging flustered, gruff police chief to chief on the, on the verge of retirement, annoyed at everyone he meets, but has a soft spot for his rookie. He has a very slight Hispanic tone. Okay. He has a very slight Hispanic tone. Police chief. Okay, here it is. I can't find the photo of the roller skate robber. Uh, you're just a rookie. It's your first day on the job. You're just a rookie. It's your first day on the job. Adjectives? Okay, I can help. Yeah, but I can But I can use adjectives to describe this. Okay, cool. I can't find the photo of the roller skate robber. I can't find the photo of the roller skate robber. I can't find this. I can't find the... Okay, so it says gruff. <clears throat> Police, she's on the verge of retirement. And I, I can't find the photo of the roller skate robber. I can't find the photo of the roller skate robber. You're just a rookie. It's your first day on the job. You're just a rookie. It's your first day on the job. Adjectives? Cool. I'm not mad at that. I think it's fine. Okay, character two, uh, Jiffy. So uh, just thinking through that a little bit, I... Sometimes with character work, depending on how deep the character work is, it doesn't necessarily need to be like this intense, uh, super cartoony sort of character. So that one, by the way, I want to kind of snap off so that I know where to go back and grab that um, that part of the audition. So I, you do want to be natural when you're doing uh, character work sometimes, <laughs> you know, 
It's not like every single character should have so many things that um, make it uh, a caricature. So with this character, very strong sort of Birmingham accent, you know, Northern UK, and he's sort of got a half-wit thing about him, speaks sort of slowly, but he thinks a lot of himself, has sort of a speech impediment, comes through his nose and it sort of sounds silly so that's like very cartoony um very uh out there whereas this is like okay this is a police chief he's on the verge of retirement he's annoyed at everyone he meets but he has a soft spot for his rookie slight hispanic tone this is supposed to be a little there's a realness to it which is so it's totally fine to uh have some of that in there rather than doing like you know sometimes i think when we think character work, we think like it's this huge, like it's got to sound crazy. And that's not, that's not always the case. Sometimes it is the case. Sometimes it's not the case. Okay. Jiffy, you are the assistant to time detective. She travels in space to solve crimes of grammar. Okay. You're young, late teens, early 20. Why does he want me to do this? This is a late teens, early twenties, Hispanic female. A little bit nerdy, but also just trying to settle into the role and impress the time detective. Uh, I might pass on this particular character, but he did send it to me. Uh, let me think. Uh, the most fair. What an important life event. Getting into the police academy. You know, I'm going to pass on this one. I don't think he realizes that maybe he didn't realize that he put that one in there eh, we'll see I'm going to move on uh, that just feels like it, it wasn't, isn't right for me <laughs> so I'm going to move on character 3 you're playing player 1 and old I, now I do female voices sometimes especially if it's like a you know sort of an older female maybe not older but sort of just a really interesting character who's gonna sort of sound like this and you can sort of tell that it's a male doing the work but it could be a funny cartoon sort of thing you know um or uh sometimes i like to do something very kind of out there not out there but ethnically ambiguous with a nice deep tone to it some women have this big deep tone and it sounds very i think beautiful and i think that can be used as sort of like an agender a um uh ethnic like ethnically ambiguous gender ambiguous sort of character or specifically female uh, just with this big rich robust tone um and I've used that before in character work as well. But this, this is supposed to be like a young teenage to early 20s female. So and it, feel, it just feels wrong for my voice. Okay, character three. You're player one, an older grumpy gentleman creating a Viking avatar. That's it? Okay, so uh, creating a Viking avatar. Should I have sort of a Viking tone to my voice? Probably not but an older grumpy gentleman <clears throat> huh huh what i'm going to make my character strong huh i'm going to make my character strong huh 
I want mine to be stronger. Your character's fast, but my character's faster. Jetpack. My character's stronger and bigger than yours. She's also amazing. <laughs> amazing is an adjective too, right? There we go. I'm, I'm happy with that. So there's the second one. Uh, it's character three, but it's the second one that I've done. So that's a little... Um, one of my characters, when I try to go old, I've just noticed when I'm listening to um, older people speak, sometimes they have um, sort of, you know, sort of lazy lips when they speak, sort of something like that. And for some reason, it helps me when I do that. That's why you saw me do that. Um, for audio listeners, I'm putting my fingers on the sides of my cheeks and pushing in kind of where my molars are on each side. And so I kind of do that and it pushes my lips forward. You can hear the, the difference. I'm just talking totally normally if I just do that. So it kind of helps to remind me to relax, relax the, the lips in the front like that. And then if I just kind of, I usually do slight Southern, traditional Southern drawl, <sighs> relax the vocal cords and then you kind of come down into here, and I can sound like I'm 85 years old, and, you know, it sort of gives me that sort of older gentleman sort of vibe, and if I need to do senior work, I typically land somewhere in here, and that kind of gives me what I needed to do. I'm 92 years old, and me and my wife have been together for, well, I suppose it's been 50, 60 years now, and I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to remember things these days. So, you know, using some pieces from characters that you've done can sometimes help. I know this is an older gentleman. He's gruff, though. So I just, I come in down here and just, uh, uh, I'm sort of gruff. I'm thinking about being, there's this guy that I know that, huh, I don't like that. <laughs> That's who I was thinking of. And he's older and he's, but I want him to be more like, you know, anyway, um, <laughs> that that kind of taking things from the palette of other characters that you're doing is important. And obviously, um, any great character actor is going to say that that's what uh, typically that you do. In fact, some of my favorites have a bag of people they do really well and they just use that like a color palette. And they're like, oh, I'll take a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And you just kind of create whatever it is. Now I'm doing this kind of on the fly because I'm trying to be honest with you guys as you watch me do this in my process. And unless it's like, you know, just, I mean, I take every job very seriously, but unless it's like a really massive something like a, like a shot at a, you know, I don't know, like a cartoon network, a popular show <laughs> they need another character unless it's something huge like that i'm typically not going to really stress hard over the decisions um for kind of just some smaller side characters like this i'm going to go okay well it's somewhere in here so i'm going to take these couple things that i know now granted i do i do it a lot so um there is a lot of time that was already pre-put into characters that i do um so I can do that quickly, but the reason why I'm giving that caveat is just to, to show you that I'm pretty quick with this. You know, if I wasn't explaining w what my thought process was to you, I'd already be done with these, all these characters that I'm trying to do right now. Uh, and it's because I think speed is really important, especially, uh, when I'm doing stuff at this, at, at this level, you know, I'm on my way to achieving the success that I want to achieve. I'm not this, 
absolute legend rock star you know voice actor right now i'm building my career that's part of what this podcast is all about is giving you an honest look into the journey and just saying hey this is where i'm at guys this is real i mean just because i'm full-time doesn't mean that i'm perfect and i've arrived or something like that i've got a long way to go to achieve my goals so um uh yeah so i think speed is really really important in the micro um I'm taking my time to explain to you guys on these episodes. And one of the reasons why I'm keeping these episodes shorter is so that I can continue to have speed and give you guys content, give you guys episodes to listen to and actually hear uh, the process to hopefully help you if this is something that you want to do or just help you encourage you in your own process, whatever the thing is that you are trying to get down into. So my mindset's so important. Okay. Character four, man, I had some coffee today and I haven't been drinking coffee. I switched to tea and I wanted coffee this morning though. And I did have some and it's kind of like, it's all living right in my chest. And it's like, oh, this is why I stopped. Okay. You are a wrestler by the name of pronoun. A wrestler. Your opponent is the antecedent and you are squaring up to each other in the ring. I love the rock. He doesn't really talk like that necessarily, but I think somewhere in there is probably pretty funny. Listen up. Listen up. I'm a pronoun. Other pronouns like... Other pronouns like I, you, he, she, it, they, and we are all in my corner. Pronouns take the place of one or more nouns in a sentence. And I mean any noun. The antecedent. The antecedent? The antecedent is the noun that a pronoun replaces. Hear me out. In the sentence, the wrestler cried after he ripped that super cool costume. The pronoun he replaces, the antecedent. The pronoun he replaces the antecedent. Wrestler. Oh, wrestler, yeah. The pronoun he replaces the antecedent wrestler. Boom. There you go. I'm wondering, especially because it mentioned a costume and two of the specs had a Hispanic accent. I'm wondering if they're thinking like a luchador. And if that's the case, then that might not be. I was thinking like WWE sort of kind of, you know, way up there. Okay. Here's another Hispanic one. You are a Hispanic dad interrupting your daughter who's playing her favorite game. You hijack the game to make it about grammar. That game looks cool. That game looks cool. Oh, sorry. You couldn't play like that when I was your age. All we had was text adventures. Here, I'll I'll show you. It's cool. Look, to play, we had to write simple sentences about what happens like this. Like this, the adventurer explores the cave. No, the adventurer explores the cave. Okay, so on that one, I'll just do that so I can mark it. Um, on that one, obviously, it's more natural. You know, I, I've got, I grew up in Silmar, California, so I've got a wealth of, you know, friends, dads that I was around and probably had, I mean, wouldn't have had a conversation exactly like this, but I could imagine somewhere in there. So I've got plenty of that to draw from to be able to go, okay, how would this kind of feel 
it, the spec was nerdy dad. Um, you know, so he's, it's, it's supposed to be kind of goofy, kind of campy. I feel like I, I accomplished that with what I did. Um, picking apart that it's always, it, it's always the trick to try to make it feel natural with text that isn't necessarily natural for someone to say. And it's supposed to feel like the last thing you want to do is either have a character that you're not executing well, that takes you out of what's happening or to say things in such a way that it really takes you out of what's happening. I don't know if you've ever watched just a bad movie that, um, that the way that the people were acting just actually took you out of the story. And it, it was like, that's weird. Like it just felt weird. Maybe you didn't notice that it was taking you out of the story, but you just didn't connect with the movie for some reason. And a lot of times it'll be because the execution's just really, really bad. Now there's not as much of that at the major levels anymore because you know, they're like, they're going to hire really, really great actors for even movies that aren't necessarily great movies because of different reasons. But I'm talking about an actor not executing well, whenever that happens, you, the magic of the story is lost. You want to let the magic of the story uh, come out. You want to facilitate that. So even if it's like, when I say the magic of the story, that doesn't mean that it's like, you know, an epic story. There's no epic story being told here. It's just whatever is in the particular situation that you're dealing with. So in that particular situation, you want to bring... Um, you want to you you want to bring something that kind of shrinks out of the way of the let the writing do the work, and don't that game looks cool. Oh, sorry, you couldn't play like that when I was your age. All we had to text, all we had was text adventures. Here, I'll show you. <laughs> That's obviously bad, right? I mean, you're um you sometimes as performers we can think we get we get in our own ways we can think that we need to draw attention to ourselves and our performance when really a great performer you don't notice what's happening quite as much all you notice is the story that's being told a great performer when it comes to storytelling so acting voice acting a great performer can make you feel what's happening without you noticing them unless you're also a performer and you're like, wow, that was brilliant what they did. Right. So, you know, that's one of the things that I love about voice acting is a lot of times, um, unless you're specifically seeking, if you're watching this, then it's because you've probably searched voice acting. You've the glass was shattered for you at some point and you realize, Oh, there are people thinking through how to say these things. Whereas most people don't even realize it. You're watching a cartoon and you think that those characters in the cartoon are actually making those noises <laughs> and that that character actually sounds like that. That was a performer who made a choice and the producers liked it and they stuck with it. That's all. You know, for a long time when I was a little kid, even though I've always been aware of voice acting, when I was a little kid, though, I watched Batman, the animated series was my probably my favorite show. You know, I was born in 89. So through the 90s, gosh, man. Uh, and I didn't even know 
that it was Mark Hamill. And I loved Star Wars. I did not know that it was Mark Hamill as the Joker. I did not know who Kevin Conroy was as, as Batman. And they are my favorite voice actors. And that's because of the deep impact that they had on me as a child and in my psyche for the story of Batman, which is one of my favorite stories. I mean, and I mean, that's obvious. So many people's favorite, you know, one of their favorite stories in that whole superhero realm. And um, so as a kid and coming into adulthood, I found myself subconsciously stacking up all the people who've performed the Joker, even live action to Mark Hamill's interpretation of the comic version of the Joker in Batman the Animated Series. Same thing with Kevin Conroy. Batgirl, Kevin Conroy, I'm Batman. Somewhere in there. <laughs> Bats, I can't believe that I caught you again. Uh, just like these, it, man, they're just so, that wasn't that wasn't excellent what I just did, but I do have, I, I'm constantly working on my impersonation of them because I love both of them so much. Um, and they, man, they really owned those characters in a way where you weren't thinking about voice act maybe you still haven't until you're listening to me say this you don't even think about the fact that that's them that's luke skywalker being the joker and it's not even luke skywalker it's mark hamill and he's just a brilliant brilliant man brilliant actor and um being able to do such such a caricature like that the joker is all over the place he's so goofy so loud to be able to perform that character and not distract from that character and that story arc. <laughs> I could just sit here and trip on that all day. I mean, that's what we do. That's what we're doing. Even in small things like this, this might be a commercial for this game or whatever it is. That's what it looks like. It's, it seems like it's like a commercial. So even if these, these are short scripts, small characters to perform that well and to get in the process until you do that so well that you're shrinking back and that story's coming forward, that's doing good work, man. That's doing great work. And that's what I want to do. I'm committed to doing great work, even in the small things that I do. And that, man, that that's it. I mean, if, if you can do that, I, I believe that, you know, people have to notice that and not, not notice, not that that's what you're after. You're after doing good work. But when I say that, I'm only saying that because I think the question always is, are we get, like, how do, how do you become a success at something like acting or voice acting? And man, it's a commitment to the craft. It's a commitment to the craft and being spectacular and then being a whole person, being a whole person who's kind and willing to help and willing to be there and make things easy for people in the industry. You got to be easy to work with, right? So anyway, guys, um, that's it. There's my thought process. And what's funny is that a lot of what I just said would be in my mind and be informing what I do on the short term, even in my speed, as I'm cranking out auditions and, cr and cranking out communications, everything I just said is actually on my mind. I actually am thinking through that throughout the day and letting that inform kind of the way that I'm interacting with people and the way that I approach character work. And when I get tired, I get real tired sometimes in like the afternoons and I just want to curl up on my floor and sleep. And I don't, man, I, I got to just stay, keep gratitude and, and just let that drive me and keep the speed going. You just want to keep that speed going, go to the next one, next one, next one, just keep going. So anyway, guys, whew, coffee. Yeah. Uh, 
Thank you so much for being here. Tune in next time. Um, I uh, My goal is to do these every single day. I'm saying that on the episode to make me do it. Um, so I think this is only my second one this week. <laughs> so, uh, and it is Thursday. So, but guys, um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I hope that that was helpful. I hope that was uh, fun. And um, as always, please um, subscribe. Please uh, like the like the videos, like the posts. I think it's gonna. I say that on my tag or something. But guys, I, I would just love to interact with you. Um, I have a small enough following where I'm able to interact with everybody who who reaches out. So I respond to every comment. I if I don't, it's because I I haven't gotten the notification or I haven't come back to it. Um, some of them have taken me longer to respond to, but I am committed to responding to every single comment on Instagram, on YouTube, on Twitter, on. Um, uh, TikTok, uh, everywhere where I'm posting my content, I, I am uh, committed to responding to those comments. So please comment, ask questions, tell me if there's something that you want to see specifically. Um, tell me what you think about where, what, what I'm doing and the flow of these episodes. Anyway, love to all my people. Take care guys. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Well Said with Zach Hoffman. For more content, please follow me on Instagram at Zach Hoffman. Like and comment on my posts. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. And check out my website at ZachHoffmanVoice.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.